Hey everyone, and welcome to the Demon Slayer Chronicles podcast presented by Popped Off, a weekly Demon Slayer podcast where each and every week we dive into every episode of the anime alongside its characters, lore, and more. I'm your host, Andrew Nimsgren, and alongside James Graham and Dylan Veal. And usually, I come up with some horrible question that I usually think of 30 seconds before the episode starts because I insulted you two once, and we can never go back. But now I actually get to just delay all that because Dylan was big dumb last episode, and he has a correction <laughs> to start the episode with. I do. Um, so the last week's secret was that we had a at, uh, was that they were wearing Jinbei's, you know, in the thing. Um, turns out they weren't wearing that at all. Because I started this next episode, and I looked at what they were wearing, and I was like, "That's that's not it." So I must have been like half asleep or something, or just like not paying attention, or maybe just had insane hallucinations because I could have swore they were wearing them. Uh, but when I went back, I saw that they, they weren't. So, slight correction, but all the information I gave you about Jinbei's, totally right, actually. You and were Dylan's really into big them. dumb. Yeah, he was, like, he he was like really into super them. into them, yeah. And his big dumb is the reason why I'm not willing to Jinbei today. Because I did say I'd wear one this episode, but since Dylan was wrong, that's the reason why I didn't wear one. Okay, well, be, be honest with them. First well. of all, be honest with them. You never ordered one. I thought about it for the 30 seconds during the episode and then i forgot they existed until you brought it up 10 minutes ago and also be honest with them that you're not wearing anything at all all right now let's not go revealing too many behind the scenes secrets <laughs> that's for the patreon users only <laughs> no only fans come on we've, we've evolved from that but <laughs> oh let's move into the episode actually dylan take it away yeah if you enjoy the podcast you love our our little banters and and, and stuff between each other make sure you tell your friends about us leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on Yep, if you have any suggestions for segments or any questions, comments, concerns about the show, let us know. Hit us up over on Twitter at uh, popped underscore off or email us at contact at poppedoff.com. Perfect, and with that, let's jump into episode 15 recap, Mount Natagumo. Um, now that Tanjiro has explained to Zenetsu that it's at, it has to go as Ashley, his sister, um, he no longer has to be purged, but Zenetsu is now in love with Nezuko. And now wants to be best friends with Tanjiro because obviously he loves her his sister now. And then after all that, a doctor does arrive and tell them that they've all fully healed. A crow arrives pretty much the second after that, just having second sense of, oh, these people healed and send them on another mission to die. And their new mission is all to head to Mount Natagumo, um, all three of them together. And as soon as they start getting close, Zenitsu is too scared to go on and sits on the ground. The other two kind of make fun of him for a second, and then Tanjiro smells something and starts running towards it. He finds a wounded demon slayer collapsed on the path, and as he gets closer and starts talking to him, some kind of threads pull on the back of him and launches him back into the mountains that are behind him. Um, Tanjiro and Inosuke head in the woods while Zenetsu is left behind because he's too afraid, and they find a scared demon slayer named Murata. Um, he tells himself, um, he tells them that himself and nine other higher-ranking demon slayers came to the mountain, but suddenly started killing each other. Um, and we then see an exhausted crow shown in the lap of the demon slayer commander, who is to, uh, has been told about how many of the demon slayers there have been killed, and that a twelve uh, Kazuki may be there. He sends two of the ha um, Hashiras there to help. Um, that we know as Giyu and James, you want to help me on the other one? I can't believe I didn't write this 
Shinobu? Shinobu, yes. Thank you very much. No problem. Send those to... Um, oh, God, I had it for a second there. Um, Hara... Help me. I apologize. Hashira. Why am I... Why can I... The Hashira. I just Hashira. said this like... I said this like two minutes ago. And you said so it without th- issue. Yeah. I know. It's been like... It's been a long day. I apologize, guys. But okay. So back that, um, we see Zenitsu at the base of the mountain who is fighting with his sparrow. And... There's just a really fun interaction here, but suddenly he does remember that Tanjiro went into the woods with Nezuko and that he had to go after him and save her. Um, suddenly, captured demon slayers do walk out of the trees and start attacking Tanjiro's group. Tanjiro stops Nosuke from actually killing any of them as they are still members of the demon slayer and some of them are actually still alive. Um, Tanjiro smells the threads attached and realizes how they're being manipulated and Nosuke frees all of them pretty quickly, but then the demon... Um, controlling all of them uses spiders to keep reattaching the thread and over and over again to the controlled demon slayers. A white-haired demon boy suddenly appears above them, saying that Mother will kill them all and leaves. He makes a comment um, to himself about how the five of them will live happily ever after, and no one would ever stop them. And meanwhile, uh, while Tanjiro and Murata are keeping the uh, controlled uh, slayers busy, Inosuke uses spatial awareness to find a nearby demon, which is one of his created forms of beast breathing. So, we're into a new arc. We're introduced to new demons, new people even. What are you guys thinking? There's a lot of little moments in this episode that I did not mention in the overall recap that I know I specifically want to talk about because there's some really fun ones here. But what jumped out to you guys about this episode? The episode rules. It's so, it's so cool. I loved it. Um, I love the demon designs that they showed off so far. Um, and I like the setup. It's just going to spooky forest, and you're literally walking to the spider's web. I think that's so cool. Uh, yeah. I uh, I mean, going to the spooky forest. Like, I mean, it's 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 done. We've been there, but I think it, like this. I don't know, man. This like this played with my emotions a lot. Like, this is pretty psychological. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know how to really feel like throughout this entire thing. All oh, that first time when I watched this episode and they walked up to that demon slayer and just saw him hurt. I'm like, oh, great. This is how we're going to learn about the demon in the woods. Like they're going in the woods to kill a powerful demon. And this is how we're going to learn on him. And then all of a sudden the dude just flies back like an exorcist or something kind of like that. Just straight in the woods from the thread was so freaky. And that's the second I knew that this arc was going to be good. And I already was already in love with the episode so much because even before we got to that part, the they've started introducing or like interacting with Inosuke in a very different way. At the beginning of the episode, he was just chasing them all around the room for no reason after he got a change of clothes. Um, them walking after they left the estate, and he was just asking all these questions about what's good luck, why did she care about us, and then Tanjiro just starts <laughs> walking away faster. Like, there's so many fun moments, and this is definitely the episode where Inosuke went from this really aggressive kind of high octane a little annoying um character tell him okay this dude's got levels he's dumb as shit but i love him and i must protect him like this was definitely the change in the character for me yeah i think what they did is like the annoying level was high um and the dumb level was kind of low he wasn't really that dumb apparently um but they just like swapped him like he's not annoying anymore but he's also kind of dumb but like in the best ways possible but still fitting his character that we were introduced to as yes i always need to be the best i I knew about those threads before you picked up on it, blah, blah, blah. Like, that kind of stuff really makes the character still work, but it also makes him more enjoyable to watch and interact with. Yeah, because he's not so, like, I mean, they don't play him off, like, even to really be dumb, just, like, uncivilized, unsocialized, like, like very, like, I mean, like, he literally grew up on a mountain, right? So, I mean, like, they, like, and not in the way that Tanjiro did, like, 
Inosuke grew up by himself, all that stuff. So he never learned like these intricacies of like, like you know, basically Japanese culture. And he didn't like the dude's got none of that. So like, I mean, yes, he's dumb, but he's not like a traditional dumb where he's you know just like stunned. He's just he he's just uneducated. Yeah, and all that stuff was just. I, I love Inosuke, and like I, I'll go on. Inosuke is my favorite character from the entire series, all the way up through the end of the manga. Like that's how much I loved him, and seeing him kind of come into his own here in this episode really made me enjoy it. And even Zenitsu, the other character we've talked so much about, and having it back and forth is, we've definitely come back to see like, okay, he's still always going to be scared, but now we see he has a new ma- motivator, which is Nezuko, which I don't mind it being kind of dumb and silly because that's a fun one. And the interaction with his pharaoh is definitely going to be another thing that's always going to kind of keep you enjoying his scenes. Because whenever him and the pharaoh are on the same scene, they're always really fun. They both have good personalities that work well together. So, again, Zenetsu is definitely a character that we've already talked about, how he's kind of redeemed himself in a very quick way. But this is also showing me, like, okay, they're going to find a way to make him always being scared still enjoyable and so much so that it's not like, oh, great, this is a B-plot. Like, no, like, I want to know what he's doing, and I want to see him still. Another thing, too, is, like, they, they played into it. They, like, they, they didn't just do it that he was straight up scared. He, like, he wanted his friends to try and convince him. Like, he was, like, he even says, he's like, I would have gone if they had just tried to, like, convince me. He wants to feel like he's, inclu- like, he wants to feel like he's desired to be there, right? So it's not just this very, like, cut and dry, like, oh, Zenitsu's a bitch. It's like, yeah, he's, he's a bitch, but I mean, like he, like, (laughs) but it's not, he's not as much of one. You know what I mean? He wants his friends to like make him feel included and make him feel needed and wanted, which I think is a a emotion you can more relate to other than just being terrified. You know what I mean? So I think that, I think their execution with Zenitsu just as like as a whole and as we're progressing is getting much in like, it's, it's, it's becoming flushed out really, really fast and in, in, in a really good way. Yeah, they're filling out their roles really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess the other thing on the side of character that we want to keep diving into is, um, I'll leave you guys up to which one you want to talk about first, is we're introduced a little bit to Murata, which has a very interesting relationship with the Nosuke throughout these couple of episodes. And then also we're introduced to a new demon. And I guess the big point I want to talk about with the demon is first off that this is another demon that isn't using straight on attacks very much like the last one, but I think it's done in a much better way. And then just kind of the whole introduction of Murata. This is the first time we've really seen other demon slayers out in the wild besides these three. So whichever way you guys want to kind of talk into first, whichever one you find more interesting, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I just want to talk about the demon design. I think it's super cool. I don't know. I just for some reason like like the the very pale uh like 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 skin color of them and then on top of that just like the whole like sitting in the middle of the forest and just like manipulating all of it i think it was i, was, I thought it was kind of cool it kind of fit in the same vein as the the last demon that was in a house kind of controlling stuff but like took it to the next logical conclusion and i really liked that i thought it was really cool and interesting well not, not only that too it wasn't just like the standard like things you like you'd associate with you know something like that like uses a spider you know what i mean like i mean a lot of things when they've done like, when they relate to a spider or something like that it's usually with the venom it's usually about you know like capturing their prey not so much manipulating them it's a nice little spin on it and i really like it and i yeah like i think the the design of like all of them that we've been shown so far is really really good because i mean we do get this nice little cutscene of like a couple of like bodies being shown up and they all seem to have this, this similar like the setup to them right so It'll be interesting to see as we progress and, like, as the other ones get flushed out and stuff like that. But as of right now, it's just the, the main one we're introduced to. Plus, 
the other dude, I think. I think he's so mother and the boy, and then the white-haired boy. It's pretty the much son, how, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So we've he's referred to her as mother, which is really the only name I think we get to for her. And mm. then we just we don't really learn his name. He just kind of shows up and leaves. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's been I think uh, yeah for what we've been introdu- introduced for those two so far, I'm fr- I'm pretty happy with it. And then I guess Murata. <laughs> Yeah, our, our our boy, yeah, our our normie demon slayer who just has been given a name and like a voice, like I like I, I like I guess he's kind of what you'd expect from like the like you know the 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 standardized character like Mirada basically is a standardized character represented, you know what I mean? So um yeah, he does his job. He did, like I mean he's, he he tries to make up for his screw ups already. So I mean like you know. Good for Murata. but like I, I like him. I like his. I I found when I was watching the sub. I don't know so much of the dub. And it's, it's like this is something I I don't think I've run into very often. Is that his voice doesn't line up with his character. I don't know if you like uh, Andrew. Like I not know, like on the Nosuke, we know that purposely they kind of did that. What do you think on this one? Just how the like emotions are. Or what do you mean by that? Yeah. So I found like the tone and the emotions don't really match what the character is kind of portrayed and do it. Like, you know, like how he's represented okay. on screen. Right. Like, I think this is one of the few times that I haven't been totally satisfied with it. Um, uh, yeah. Like, like, like you said, like Anosuke was hundred percent intentional. And like, I mean, we all, we all praise it for that choice, but I, for him, I think it's almost kind of the opposite. I don't know how he is in the dub Dylan. So yeah, I'll chime in for the dub. His voice is just fine. It's just like, it, it definitely didn't stand out. Like, and it's weird. Cause like, I didn't look too much into it and it's hard to answer that question because his voice isn't super memorable which like which is it, it answers your character. question which answers your question though yeah exactly right but dylan something i'm also kind of trying to flush out of you is that is your perspective on other demon slayers clothing that you gave a little bit of a introduction to in the pre-show yeah so before we were talking about it but their their clothes suck and i don't know why they, they, so the way that they're shown is basically just like a black school uniform basically and it's like okay well why are they wearing that but like our crew our crew of three is rolling around dripped out in this like <laughs> sick outfits that are like multicolored and stuff like that and they're like the lowest ranked but what do you want them to look like like they're not really recognized by anything and they don't really want demons to recognize them instantly like well no no no. okay so it doesn't make sense so why is it that the lowest rank are dripped out the, these middle ranks are just in weird, just like black school like clothing. They just don't wait, have wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on. They're they're wearing black school clothing, and then the highest ones are also dripped out. Why is yeah. it that the middle ones are just plain, and the middle well, and like the lower lower ones? No one cares about them. No one cares about the lower ones because the lower ones just barely well, pass. I mean, in terms of the anime, I mean, obviously it's the three main characters. They're going to be dripped out. They're going to look sick as fuck. Who care? I mean, Murata. We don't even know if he's going to make it to this arc. We could be talking about him right now. We could be talking about all these people. We know most of them are already dead or good as dead. So, does it really matter if they look cool or not? Wouldn't that just be a waste of animation? No. No. Just just, just throw random clothes on them. They're just weird colors. It'll be well, fine. Well, this is it, too. Like, I mean, so Tanjiro and Zenitsu both are rocking the same uniform. They both have the exact same uniform on. They just have, I don't know what the actual hey, gear is called. Is it Hiyori, though? We had talked about this, like, on one of the first I know, episodes. I know, I know, but that was Giyu. That was, like, but, like, there wasn't a uniform. They're all the same things. All right, yeah. whatever. So they, they, they look uh, about the same, and that's what I'm saying is, why aren't these guys why wearing the Hiyori? Guys? It's optional. I guess I it's know. an optional thing. It's, I, it, it, honestly, it's a dripper drown world out there, and we clearly <laughs> saw who drowned. <laughs> wow, okay, no. there we go. 
Oh god, a drip or drown world. That is a okay. new one, Dylan. Even for you, that is even low for you, I must say. So we're hating but on our boys, though. Jesus. We're hating. Poor, yep, we we have decided guys. that Murata did not pass a vibe check. So he's <laughs> he's done for. He's going to die. Done for, dude, yeah. Um. Okay, so we had a little bit about just from pretty much the rest of the episode, we had them fighting, figuring out the threads and all that. We already talked about what we thought of the new demon's uh, blood art. So, did we want to dive more into how they're controlled, or is that just a point of the episode you feel like we've touched enough on? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Like, I mean, they they have threads attached to them. She manipulates them. Like puppets. Her, like puppets, yeah. It's pretty. And then I... Yeah, then I guess the one other weird thing, since we don't know much about the little boy, just besides him showing up and saying, hey, don't piss us off, and then walks away. Um, the one thing would be is, Anosuke, we saw his second breathing form. I guess the second one of his one of his breathing forms is that what it is or one of his moves? Well, um, spatial awareness. What did you guys think of that? It was sick. So I had my doubts. I thought he was just pretending to have breathing. Like I thought, like his technique was just like fake, and he was just like making it up. He was just like, no, gimmick. it's real. No, it's totally real, and he could just have incredible spatial awareness. That's sick. That's so cool. And I like that they've they've found another way to represent how he looks too. Like I mean, like 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 again, we've talked about animation between Tanjiro and Zenitsu, but now you get this really cool like black and white, almost like radiating thing from like whatever he's like looking at or what he's doing. Now whether or not that transfers into him actually like slashing stuff, I I doubt it. But this was a really cool representation. I was a big fan. Yeah, like the thing I got from it, it really seemed like primal instincts. Like he was like tapping yeah. into those primal instincts, which I think, like you were saying, they captured that in 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 that perfectly. I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. But like, I could also still believe him just making it all up. At oh, this yeah. point, like <laughs> even with seeing that animation, like if he would have just made all that up and like pretended in his head and pointed the totally wrong way, which we don't even know if he's going the right way. Like if he just pointed the wrong way in all this, I still wouldn't doubt it, and it would still fit his character. Just because we've seen Tanjiro do so many cool things, that he's like, all right. And he just picks it and like, or at the end of the next episode, he can say, oh, I just totally guessed. Like, that would all fit his character It'd so well. It'd be a good well. gag, too. It'd be and such I, a good gag. And I think that makes it cool, too. That I do think this is a real breathing form, but the fact that it all could be a gag and it wouldn't A, upset us, or B, like, take away from what he did makes it really, again, character design. I think Inosuke is one of the funnest character designs that i've really interacted with in any of the animes i've watched and it's because they set him up so well that he can do whatever he wants pretty much and no one's gonna question it or be unhappy with it because almost anything he would do fits his character so well yeah like it wouldn't feel gimmicky you know what i mean like because i mean the guy's still like a very like formidable fighter just like straight up you know what i mean so i mean if he does stuff like you know kind of at a luck or he just you know wings it sometimes it'd be like of course he does like he doesn't he never wants to be proven wrong like i mean that's always yeah. like his big thing so yeah, I think any way you can manifest that, nobody's gonna be, nobody's gonna complain, nobody's gonna be upset. And the one last thing is that I love that they visibly show him like gaining respect for Tanjiro every <laughs> single time they do it, like the little white dots or whatever. Like I, I don't know what that is, but just that they visibly show like something clicking in his head, I enjoy as well. Yeah, I almost, but. almost, I almost interpreted it as like, as like, I don't know, more like admiration. I guess might be the best word for it. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting because you can't like show him his facial expressions to these, so you have to do something <laughs> so they do weird. It that way, I think, they yeah. do something weird, which fits his character. That there's just weird stuff going on. Like he's oh getting... my god, and the eyes, just the still eyes, or some of them, like they still do a good job of showing facial expressions without seeing his face, though. 
Like, just zooming in on his still eyes when Tanjiro says something still gives away an emotion with a still mask. And, like, Dylan's literally laughing so hard right now. I'm thinking about it, and it's so funny. It's so good, but I can't. I I think we should just spend a whole episode at the end of the season just talking about all the reasons we love Inosuke, because that's all every episode is turning into at this point. But I I think this episode as well, we got one more screwed up name. I think he I think he called him I think he called no no wrong episode okay I don't remember yeah Good please take your please take your notes James oh God I don't know man I'm but tired. all right is there anything else you want to talk about or James I think we're ready to talk about our topic of the week yeah so our topic of the week this week is pack hunting versus solo hunting as a demon and what you would prefer to do so we've seen both things represented both in like we've seen pack hunting which we're seeing right now. We've seen solo hunting, which we saw in kind of our last little mini arc, and the, I guess the the downside of that, which is basically you can get kind of screwed up. Um, we've also seen solo hunting with multiple copies of yourself, and then we've seen straight up solo hunting and turning into a Chio dude. So I mean, like this is kind of where we're at right now. And I wanted to ask you guys, like, what you think would be more effective? What do you think would be a better setup? Like, what would you prefer to do? All that good stuff. Dylan, you go ahead and start. Yeah, I think it depends, because, like, if you're, like, in a city, you're creeping around, you're being a demon, you're not going to roll, like, deep with your crew and, like, start getting people. Like, you're going to be solo, you're going to figure out a way to, like, sneak and slide in places and and, and drink your blood that way. Um, But if, like, you're out in the woods, you you should be packing up, like, attacking people on the road, just, like, swarming out everywhere. I think it's it's probably better, right? You wouldn't want to roll around the city like the warriors and, like, just, like... You, know, be no, you draw it. attention to yourself it's a it's oh, a hard yeah, system yeah. it's a hard system to maintain i've i've played vampire the masquerade it's <laughs> it's not sustainable now we're talking to a vampire expert here so we should really be careful james oh my bad yeah yeah andrew how about you buddy um i guess the one thing is i what I, i'm interested in like before i even get to my answer of solo pack i i think i really want to have the answer the question is remember when we first ran into tamari and arrow that it was rare, rare for demons to work together. And uh, Tamiyo even made a mention to that um, uh, Muzan pretty much programmed them to never work together. Yeah. So that is something we don't know. Like, we haven't seen demons working together yet. And they made mention of a family here. So, which is one, is something that I am really curious to kind of see about. Like, how, why are these five together? Are they different? Are they like Tamiyo and trying to force this? But we still suspect that one of them is a 12 Kazuki, which we learned from the crow. So mm. I think that's really interesting that there does seem to be a demon going against kind of what we expect. And also, I don't know. I guess it, de- I guess it depends on if I want to be a Packer solo. I mean, it depends on the blood art. I mean, the mother would not be that useful if she was by herself. Like she can only, she can only do so much. And I mean, that's kind of why she died. She ended up being left alone. It really wasn't even pack hunting. It's just, like, five bosses in a row instead of pack hunting. But also, like, it depends on the blood art. Like, the creeper. The dude getting all the underage girls. Like, that's a good solo quirk. Well, not quirk. I'm sorry. Blood art. <laughs> quirk. Yeah, um, a little crossover. But, it, yeah, it, it all depends. But I definitely think it's interesting for both of them. And I think it's cool introducing a pack for the first time. Yeah, and what if what if your, what if your blood art was just you shoot, like, an explosion in an AoE 100 feet around you? you think about that james you can't go into pack there i didn't like i didn't think about any of well, this well demons can't regenerate <laughs> I just, demons, I just... demons can just regenerate that's actually a really good quirk one because you just kill no. everyone else no but then you but then if you're with a the pack then they're not doing anything they're just sitting around 
uh, cut in half until they, they, they form back. True. They're just chilling. It's a, it's a waste. They should be on, on their own. See, I didn't think think about that. I didn't think about any of this. I just put the question out there because I was like, oh, this is nice. We got, we finally got like, you know, we got, we, because we're seeing a different, we're seeing a hierarchy, not a companionship. We saw the companionship between Arrow and Tamari, where with this, there's clearly a hierarchy, right? So, I mean, this, this is a little different, right? Um, And they're also referring it to as a family. I don't know what that, I don't, you know, I'm not, I didn't read too much into that, but I mean, like, so I just called it a pack. Um, but yeah, I guess there, I guess there's a ton of factors to kind of look into it. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and also like, um, when we saw the other two demons working together, they, it, I, I think so, someone, uh, like, I think maybe it was in the, not our Taisho secret, but the real Taisho secret is that they just like, they met working, on the way there. Yeah. They met on the way there basically. So, I mean, it, they kind of were working together, but it was more of like for this one gig, they worked together, which I think this is the first time we've seen any demons like together for a substantial amount of time. Because I mean, they're a demon family, I guess. So you can assume that they've probably been together for a bit. Mm, yeah. So, so I think that is definitely unusual. Yeah, definitely weird. But yeah, thank you for the topic, James. And I guess with that, no better way to wrap it up than with the secret. Here's a Taisha secret that's definitely right this time. Uh, so when they're leaving the inn, um, we see the the old lady uh, strike a little spark for them, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's it's good luck, or whatever." The reason why it is good luck um, is because fire is supposed to ward off bad spirits, and so a little spark is like a little fire, and that's actually very like common Japanese like a uh, like little little luck charm. To light that's a still fire. something that kind of happens like today. Even is that something that's made it through the times, or is that just a historic one? I'm sure I, I, I don't think it's like super common. I don't think it's something that happens yeah. all the time. Um, but it'd be something like um I don't know, like a four leaf clover. It's like I obviously it's okay. not super you, you know what it is. You know what it it's is. It's not something you do all the time. Yeah. I would definitely imagine probably people of older generations like might actually practically do it. Um uh, but newer generations probably just know about it. Know about it, acknowledge it, but yeah. Okay, nice. I like that. I like I never, I never again another thing it. I never questioned. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it seems to be the big trends. Like these things happen. We're like, all right, that makes sense, and we just like keep moving on. We're not. I do like that Inosuke was just like straight up like startled by it, and I love that. Like maybe that was like, I, I saw it as like a caveman reference, like because he doesn't really know how to interpret like anything normal. So yeah. No. Yeah. I yeah. I I, I love those little ones because again, yeah, I think it's it's cool. Be like, I think the show does a good job of explaining most things to a point enough, like. Okay, I'm fine with that. Like, you could give me more information. I'd be entertained in it, but I don't need more information. I think that's kind of where you always take the next step. It's like, okay, here's a little more information that they would have put in there. Cool. If they didn't, it's really cool Whatever. thing to learn right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, you, know, you, you know what information we don't have yet is whether or not you can see the goddamn water. We know you can't. No. And with that, guys, make sure to tell your friends about the Demon Slayer podcast. Please hit us with that five star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. And make sure you check out popoff.com and tour.com slash pop underscore off if you want to tweet at us and say that James is completely wrong on everything he says because it's true. But that'll be all for this week. We hope to see you all back here next Wednesday. <laughs>